2: Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with your host, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Parthenia is a psychologist and certified natural healthcare practitioner who will show you alternative paths towards health with a holistic approach. Call in with your questions or comments at eight eight eight. And now here's the host of Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. I want to say
3: hello to everybody. We're in the new year here, 2016. And I also want to say with the new year has come some changes and new bells and whistles here at Blog Talk Radio. So we will be breaking in a new system, and we will go with the flow. We have a wonderful, inspiring guest. Tonight, Who is helping me feel very positive. So again, good evening to those of you listening to our live broadcast tonight, January 19, 2016. And hello to those of you listening to an Internet archive within a few minutes of the show close or rebroadcast some other time. Great you are listening. We air live most Tuesdays and rebroadcast special programs Wednesday and Thursday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Time again here on Blog Talk Radio, and there is a link on my website and in the e-card if you subscribe to it. Now, this evening, if it sounds a little different, it's because instead of going through the headset through Skype as I normally do, I'm using a speakerphone. Now, you'll be hearing me through the speakerphone, and I'm thinking you might also be hearing my guests through the speakerphone, so bear with us if it sounds a little different from what you're used to. Now, you are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist and certified natural health care practitioner, Parthenia Izard, on Blog Talk Radio,
0: here on the Internet.
3: Now, realize, rebroadcasts can be from any program I've done since 2006, which were all done, uh, were all which were all not done here on Blog Talk Radio. Some of them were done on WWDB some of them on uh, Achieve Radio, Seventh Wave Radio. So when you listen to the, to those rebroadcasts and you hear that um, WWDB or whatever, just realize it's a rebroadcast, so it's going to have something other than Blog Talk Radio. Um, now, to call into the program this evening, call 619-789-6835. Again, that's 619-789-6835 or send instant messages during the show through the link on the Blog Talk Radio homepage. Now, to find the program without subscribing to my e-card, enter my name or the name of the program in the Blog Talk Radio search box. Please, any problems with the Internet links, give me a call at 866-472-6094 after the program. Now, on this program, we discuss alternative medicine therapies, related products, and issues, and we do it with the experts. Only try the therapy share here after consulting with your physician. Now, next week we will also have a new live program. That's next week, January 26, 2016. My guest next week will be Elizabeth Barker, author of Changed by Chance. Now, last Tuesday we aired a rebroadcast of my August 2012 interview with Sally Anderson, author of Free Fall, Living Life Beyond the Edge. If you missed that show or any show, you can go to my website at www.amtherapies.com, click on the radio link, register on the Blog Talk site, then hear the show. For appointments with me, face-to-face or remote, I'm sort of favoring the remote because I can fit more people in from different parts of the country, and for general information, Call 866-472-6094. Now, tomorrow we're doing a rebroadcast of my interview featuring Sydney Poitier. Uh, that was an anniversary program, so there will be little what I call wisdom prints from the end of a few other interviews also included in that program, but we feature Sydney Poitier. And then on Thursday, we are doing a rebroadcast of my program with Colette baron reed author of... Remembering the Future, and Messages from Spirit. And, of course, Sidney Poitier's book was a measure, The Measure of a Man. Okay, now, remember you can purchase an autographed copy of the book I co-authored, 101 Great Ways to Improve Your Health, on my site. Visit www.amtherapies.com to make that wonderful resource a gift to yourself and or a friend. You can also follow me on Twitter. I'm Alternative Medi. And don't forget, eat right for your type with blood type specific products and new skin supplements and beauty products where beauty and wellness meet technology. Now tonight, I'm speaking with Krista Nelson, author of Create Your Dream Life in Six Steps or Less. At the end of tonight's program, we will discuss the herb black walnut and the asana urva dandasana. Now it's time from the wellness news. Now, the news is from Science Daily, and this was um, put on the Internet January 18, 2016, yesterday. Uh, it takes just one-tenth of a second for our brains to begin to recognize emotions conveyed by vocalizations. It doesn't matter whether the nonverbal sounds or growls of anger, the laughter of happiness, or cries of sadness. More importantly, the researchers have also discovered that we pay more attention when an emotion, such as happiness, sadness, or anger, is expressed through vocalizations than we do when the same emotion is expressed in speech. Now, this article is a little bit longer than some of the articles I feature on the program, but I found it very interesting nonetheless and worth sharing. Now, human sounds convey emotions clearer and faster than words. Brain uses, quote, older, end quote, systems or structures to preferentially process emotion expressed through vocalizations. It takes just one-tenth of a second for our brains to begin to recognize emotions conveyed by vocalizations, according to researchers from McGill. It doesn't matter whether the nonverbal sounds are growls of anger the laughter of happiness or cries of sadness. More importantly, the researchers have also discovered that we pay more attention when an emotion, such as happiness, sadness, or anger, is expressed through vocalizations than we do when the same emotion is expressed in speech. The researchers believe that the speed with which the brain tags these vocalizations and the preference given to them compared to language is due to the potentially crucial role that decoding vocal sounds has played in human survival. The identification, quote, the identification of emotional vocalizations depends on systems in the brain that are older in evolutionary terms, end quote, says Mark Pell, director of McGill's School of Communication Sciences and Disorders and the lead author on the study that was recently published in Biological Psychology. Quote, understanding emotions expressed in spoken language, on the other hand, involves more recent brain systems that have evolved as human language developed, end quote. Of nonsense, speech, and growls, the researchers were interested in finding out whether the brain responded different, differently when emotions were expressed through vocalizations, quote, in parentheses, sounds such as growls, laughter, or sobbing, where no words are used, or through language. They focused on three basic emotions. Anger, sadness, and happiness And tested 24 participants By playing a random mix of vocalizations And nonsense speech E.g. the derms are in the sendable Okay, so you weren't supposed to make sense of that That's nonsense speech Spoken with different emotional intent The researchers used nonsense phrases In order to avoid any linguistic cues about emotions They asked participants to identify which emotions the speakers were trying to convey and used an EEG to record how quickly and in what ways the brain responded as the participants heard the different types of emotional vocal cues or vocal sounds, rather. They were able to measure, one, how the brain responds to emotions expressed through vocalization compared to spoken language with millisecond precision. Two, whether certain emotions are recognized more quickly through vocalizations than others and produce larger brain responses. And three, whether people who are anxious are particularly sensitive to emotional voices based on the strength of their brain response. Anger leaves longer traces, especially for those who are anxious. The researchers found that the participants were able to detect vocalizations of happiness, i.e. laughter, more quickly than vocal sounds conveying either anger or sadness. But interestingly, they found that angry sounds and angry speech both produced ongoing brain activity that lasted longer than either of the other emotions, suggesting that the brain pays special attention to the importance of anger signals. Quote, our data suggests that listeners engage in sustained monitoring of angry voices, irrespective of the form they take, to grasp the significance of potentially threatening events, end quote, says Pell. The researchers also discovered that individuals who are more anxious have a faster and more heightened response to emotional voices in general than people who are less anxious. Quote, Vocalizations appear to have the advantage of conveying meaning in a more immediate way than speech. Our findings are consistent with studies of non-human primates, which suggests that vocalizations that are specific to a species are treated preferentially by the neural system over other sounds." Again, all the more reason to avoid being overly exposed to anger, Um, threatening sound, speech experiences, and things of that nature. Very interesting. Okay, after the break, we will come back with Krista Nelson.
0: Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures.
3: Okay, you are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist and certified natural health care practitioner, Parthenia Izzard, here on Blog Talk Radio. Now uh, you can visit my website. Uh, the program is co you know, partially sponsored by Alternative Medicine Therapies, and you can visit my website at www.amtherapies.com or call- and call our number for face-to-face or remote secure video conference appointments. That's 866-472-6090. You're hearing us live from the Internet, and to call into the program and ask questions of my guest, call 619-789-6835. Tonight's guest, uh, Kristen Nelson, is an author, speaker, and personal development coach at her own company, Just Get It Done Now, which she launched after many years in web development and marketing for the newspaper industry a public policy and technology company. She was a featured author in the 31st Annual Celebration of Black Writing, sponsored by the Art Sanctuary in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Her published works include Create Your Dream Life in Six Steps or Less and its two companion pieces, Create Your Dream Life in Six Steps or Less workbook and her My Dream Life journal. Krista is also the author of My Secret Barack. Crowning the King, a memoir of her experience attending the 2009 presidential inauguration of President Barack Obama after becoming a delegate to the 2008 Democratic National Convention. She is a single mother of five who all currently reside in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Krista holds a bachelor's in communications and a master's in information science management. Hello Krista, good evening. How are you? <laughs> I'm fantastic.
2: Good evening. So happy to be here with you tonight.
3: Well, I'm I'm going to apologize now for the audio files that aren't working. You know, there's lovely um music from um, Barry White that brings us uh-huh. in and out of the craze. <laughs> Little touches. In any event, we are going to forge ahead, and I'm going to sort of get some information about you, this this wonderful author. At I, first, I want to say, the book is when you look at the book, you just feel joyous upliftment. I mean,
2: <laughs> your face, oh, you you're saying that
3: <laughs> you're in the background, it makes you just feel <laughs> so wonderful. And I, I know this is a photo that you took, actually, right? Correct.
2: My son-in-law took that photo of me, and we were very happy. I love him
3: very much,
2: and uh, okay. he took that photograph. And we were we were having a good time that day. They say you you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but uh, oh. there is a lot of joy within the pages of that book.
3: <laughs> yes, and ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know it's written by. Well, are you also a poet? Because. There are sections in this book and I hope I get to highlight them that are just poetic so poetic. It just was a delight <laughs> read. You know, um, that,
2: that really goes to my, to my heart. Uh I saw myself as a poet uh growing up and, and there's a you know, we we can talk about that at later if you like. There's a little story behind that. It's it's nice to be thought of as a poet. Thank you very much. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, it's throughout the book and I couldn't resist mentioning it. So ladies and gentlemen, it's it's a, uh, it's a very quick, very comfortable, very relaxed read, yet she covers everything she has to cover, and she does it in a beautiful way, and she lays everything out for you to be able to do what it is she wants you to be able to do. <laughs> now, before we get to the book itself, could you tell me a little bit about, well, some of the things you don't necessarily share in the book um just some of the little things because there's so much in the book that you do share about your life that i'm certain answers the question i'm going to pose but just anything you would like to share that about your life growing up uh that sort of laid the groundwork for what you do now
2: Mm, yeah that that's a loaded question isn't it (laughs) you know i i saw a film once there was a wonderful line in the film, and the movie was about Montezuma, and there was this one line about how um, all the days of, of your life have led to this one one morning, you know, or have led, led to this one moment. And so when we think about, you know, what happened in your life that, that brought you to this place, it's like, well, it's... Kind of have to start at the beginning and cover everything because everything's a, you know, takes a, a has a has a part to play in uh, where we wind up in this very in this very moment in time, and that brings me to um, something I learned from uh, Michael Beckwith about gratitude and an understanding that you know even though our all our lives are filled with ups and downs and these twists and turns. It's all of it that's led us to this moment, you know, in time. And so it's 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 a wonderful feeling to just be grateful for all of it. And and it's very difficult to just pick out a few things, you know, when when it's all of the things that have taken place that have actually made you, made me who I am today, have led me to this interview, to be here at this moment in time with you, <laughs> with this interview. Um, I'm even grateful for the the tech issues that we're having tonight because what I've learned and I and I teach my clients this um I I talk about this in, in my book and mo- and even more so in the workbook is that it's um very powerful energy to be grateful when you don't even know what the lessons are in the moment it's actually the hardest <laughs> Um, moment way of being grateful but but the most powerful is when you're grateful in the in the moment of turbulent times or difficult experiences knowing that or assuming expecting that there'll be lessons that come out of this experience and so you're grateful ahead of time for these lessons that you anticipate i just think it's a great feeling and when you try that on you know you put that suit on it, it just it feels so good so I'm grateful to you tonight, and I'm grateful for the, the tech issues. And, um, gee, you know, what I will say, you ask about, like, is there one thing that sort of happened in the course of my life that's led me to this moment? And and I have to um, maybe focus on the writing. You know, uh, again, thank you so much for, for uh, highlighting the poetic aspects of my writing. That's a huge compliment uh, to me. You have no idea. Um Poetry was probably my first love, you know, and and writing, my, uh, very close second, you know. Um, I would say that I've I've come to say that writing's my first because in my household, um, poetry, just wasn't really understood and wasn't really smiled upon, and I didn't understand that. What I thought was that as a young, uh, a, a Young person who wanted to write and had fun writing and wanted to write and be read when I would uh, tell my stories to my family you know or read my poetry to my family uh, and particularly to my mother, who was extremely encouraging. My mother was a school teacher and she would bring home notebooks for me to work little workbooks and she would encourage my 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 writing ability, she would seem so un-thrilled, uh, you know, what's <laughs> the so were displeased when I would read to her my poems. And I thought growing up that this meant that I just really wasn't very good at this, you know, and that my mother, who was a wonderful person, um, was discouraging this, this part of in me. And so I kind of put that to rest, So or, or so I thought, you know. I tucked it under. I sort of went underground with my poetry, and it wasn't until many, many years later, in fact, it was actually this year, you know, <laughs> uh, so many years later uh, from the early, my early days of writing poetry that in a conversation I had with my mother, she told me that she never understood poetry, and therefore she just didn't, it, it, she didn't like it, she didn't like it, she didn't care for it, because she just didn't get it. And many, many years of my growing up, my development, I thought she didn't like my poetry. And so I tucked it under my writing. And so tonight you tell me, first thing we're talking about, you know, you read my work and you say, I, I see a poet, I hear a poet. Well, let and me, let so me, I'm weeping me, with joy over that.
3: <laughs> let me read one of the things, and it, this was just in the very beginning of the book, and I wrote beautiful You said, um, and uh, out of context, our listeners may not get it, but I think they will. You said, um, peeking out from behind the calendars and the lists, squished between the memories and the fantasies, and pinned next to the contacts and the resources, tacked to the bulletin board of your beautiful mind, the questions arise. That is beautiful. Beautiful. I am sorry. Of course I stuck an extra the in there before resources. My tongue had a mind of its own. But that's just to give <laughs> listeners an example of the beauty that I'm talking about here. So it's sort of I have to admit I just enjoyed reading. I forgot I was reading in preparation for an interview. But um I really, really enjoyed it. I um
2: Thank you so much. I mean, that's what I love about when i'm reading someone's work it's the 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 sound of the words and the lyrical quality you know that that sometimes exists not always sometimes it's just a lot of information which is also wonderful but it's that lyrical quality that i loved so much as a young, as a very young person that i always aspired to bring into to my writing and so i have to say that um i'm grateful to my mother uh, because I may have just published books of of poetry and never <laughs> endeavored to make a you know a lyrical quality into my memoir and into this particular um, self development book.
3: Well, so, the the fact that you say that says so much about you, because someone reading it and not knowing your mother, you know, and not yeah. knowing interpretation of some of the things that were said. Might come away with a very different, you know what I mean, take on mm-hmm. on the whole thing. But it, mm-hmm. it says a lot about you that you you practice what you preach in that sense of appreciating everything and anything, and finding that uh, what I call silver silver lining or that um, eternal yeah. op- approach to things. And it, and it tells tells a lot about you. Um, we now, hear these
2: stories all all the time about you know people who evolve through hardship, or it's because of the rough parts of their life that they were pushed up against, that they were able to develop this other qu- quality, you know. Um, I see it in, in a lot of my clients that I work with, and, you know, we see it all, all around us. But I, I cut you off. I'm sorry. You're about to say something.
3: <laughs> That's okay, because I know I'm not going to get into this program everything I want to, to fit in it. <laughs> you have to forgive me as I try to do so. <laughs> Um, there's some things that I wanted to touch on quickly. Um, first, I'm going to say also that this book is a, as much about motherhood as it is about
0: anything else.
3: I, I when I you know whenever I arrange my shows, I have to give them a category, and my initial thing was to put it under self help, which is where I put it, but. The more I thought about, it, I mean, it could have been under family, it could have been under well, they didn't have a, they had a parenting piece. When you listen to the beauty with which and the the equity within uh, with which you describe your children, oh, come on, it is it is just a delight. It is truly a delight, <laughs> and, it, and it's so naturally and, and and it's really a delight. So that's why you know the the book you're gonna learn more than how to create your dream life from reading your book. Um, In the book, you mentioned, well, I often ask, what was the inspiration for the book? And if I ask you that, you're going to tell me the book because the first part of the book is all about that. So I'm not going to ask that right now. I'm just going to get a little clarification for some people. Uh, Mm -hmm. You're talking about your son being born with the veil. What does that mean to you? I know what I think it means based on what, Elders in my family used to say, but what do you right.
2: mean when you say that? Yeah, well, it's you know, it's it's sort of like that folklore, You know, I certain it's not something that I studied certainly, and it, I, I never even looked it up. But it was sort of like uh, through an oral tradition of hearing that a child born with the veil, um, meaning that they, the the um, you know it, that they were born. In the sack, you know, without the sack being broken, without the waters broken, that this child would be special, might have certain intuitive uh, abilities, and maybe a lucky, you know, for lack of a better word, a, a lucky child. Um, and that was my firstborn, a Saxon, a Saxon Blue.
3: Okay, that's what I thought it that's That's my connection with that phrase as well. But I didn't know if you know, a couple of other people would would know that. I don't know why, but I I just try I right. try not to make us take things for granted or assume things. So I figured I'd use this podium to just sort of yeah, <laughs> highlight <yeah>. that. <laughs> That's what reference, it meant to me. <laughs> reference, um, the secret. You reference a couple of other things. Buddhism. Uh you yeah. reference and these things you sort of touch on very Um, peripherally, you don't go in depth except for the secret, you do give a bit more about the secret. To what extent are Buddhist uh, practices or ways of living integrated in your life?
2: Well, I think what I learned um, from my Buddhist practice uh, I I practice a form of Buddhism that includes uh, the chanting of Nam-myoho-renge-kyo it's a Buddhism that's uh, associated with uh Sitartha, Gautama and then um uh uh promoted throughout the world by Shakyamuni Buddha <laughs> I love these these the, the word the way these words roll off the the tongue A- and it's it's not difficult to look them up um but at the heart is the law of cause and effect um the idea that it's the, you know, going within to understand what's, what's without, you know, as opposed to looking outside of yourself for, for answers. Um, seeing that the, the larger, the bigger picture begins with you, you know, that kind of looking that's very um, common throughout all of the different Buddhist practices. Um, uh, so, yes, now the practice for me is very important because it's um, meditative. It's calming. Um, it's, it's easy for me because uh, I do like the idea. I sort of resonate, the, the, the tenets resonate with me. Now, when I, if throughout the book, if you're um, looking at how to create your dream life, I don't say you need to start with Buddhist practice. I think what's really important is that you're in touch with whatever your spiritual practice is, or whatever your spiritual beliefs are. Because many of us, or most of us, when we sort of um, grow up with a spiritual practice, we tend to believe that when we are practicing, this is the best part of ourselves. And we, when we are practicing, we are worthy of wonderful things. And that's what I think is important for for you, Parthenia, for, for your listeners, for, for everyone, to practice that which you believe makes you your best self. What is it that makes you feel worthy? Because that's what's going to help you attract and become the person that you really want to be. So for me, you know, I have my own personal practice and I share that in the book. Um, and there are a couple of parts of the practice that also, you know, tie into... Uh, things I learned through the secret law of attraction, um, some of the things that I do now with my clients and acting as if. Um, but they're not um, exclusive to Buddhist practice. Uh, they, you know, I believe that there are a lot of universal truths that, that find their way through many different spiritual practices and religions. The, important, the most important aspect is to be true to yourself and practice your beliefs Do the things that make you feel really good about who you are and what um, you can expect to happen in your life.
3: Okay, hold that thought. I'm going to try to do a break, and we'll see what happens. (laughs) I don't hear anything.
2: (laughs) I hear music.
3: Ithenia Izard here on Blog Talk Radio. Um, my live guest next week, January 26th, is Barker, author of Changed by Chance. The website, www.amtherapies.com, to see who my rebroadcast next week, January 27th and 28th, 26th. At the end of the live program, we will discuss the Herb Blessed Thistle and the Asana Urdva Dandasana. Um, Now, we will be back with Kristen Nelson, author of Create Your Dream Life in Six Steps or Less, and you can call 619-789-6835 to ask questions of my guest. And whoever the guest was that signed into the chat room, I'm very sorry that I didn't get to you in time before you left. So, again, people, you have to be a little patient uh, and wait until I have a moment in between the questions that we're discussing. Now, you can go to my website, www.amtherpies.com, and you can preview and purchase the book I co-authored, 101 Great Ways to Improve Your Health. Now, nothing's more important than your health, but between the overburdened medical establishment, blaring crisis-driven health hot headlines, and our own hectic lives, finding the information you and your family need can be next to impossible. We're here to help. We bring together 101 of the top minds in radically different branches of the healing profession to give you 101 simple, workable ways to attack disease, overcome unhealthy habits, and live your life to its healthiest potential. Follow the link on my homepage. It is the Blue Book link. You know, you you have to expect things to work. And when you don't expect things to work, when they surprise you and work, you're not ready for them. That fits in with your whole concept of not only, you know, what it is, finding out and knowing what it is you want, but expecting it to happen, having the belief that it will will actually happen. So at this point, before I get into some more of my questions, I want to give our listeners an idea of what is covered in your book. And so I'm just going to go over the titles of the different sections, and then we're going to start to talk, because we're already halfway through the program, so I'm going to start to talk a little bit more in specifics about um, what what it is you're sharing in the book. Without giving away all six steps, but as much of the steps to give people an idea of where you're taking them. Um, The first section says, You Must Be Exhausted. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then. Sweet River's journal. Then declare your own destiny. The knowing without believing is like chewing without swallowing. You hear the humor, ladies and gentlemen? You're picking up on some of this. Create your dream life the way I did. Get coached. Living the dream. Beyond the dream. Living simply. Let's keep dreaming. Then six steps. Six steps tutorial. You are here. Go even further. Okay. Now, also, um, we might as well do this at this point, too, so so if we're rushed at the end, we won't forget. I'd like for you to share any contact information you want to share with our listeners, like your website, your website address, a telephone, a con- uh, email address, anything of that nature, and say it twice so people will have a chance to get the paper and pen and whatever they need.
2: Great! Thank you so much. <laughs> this is such a, a wonderful opportunity. I thank you so much for everything that you have to do, Pratiniya, to make this show happen. Uh, it's really an honor to to be here and to share my information with your listeners. Um, I am helping people realize their dream life um, through the power of their own words. And if this is something that appeals to you, give me a call at two one five. Three zero one nine six two five. I offer a free session so that you can see if my coaching style fits with your personality and you can get an idea of how we would work together, uh, what the coaching steps are like. two one five three zero one nine six two five. I also have uh, several videos and information and a blog at www.justgetitdonenow.com. That's www.justgetitdonenow.com. And the, the website and the service is called Just Get It Done Now because there's so many things that I, you know, I talk with so many people and they put things on the back burner that they'd really like to to get done. I, I work with so many people who are talented and educated and are great at doing so many things, but not necessarily able to do the thing that they love most or that they have the most passion about, you know, the thing that they're most desiring of because they're they're good at many things. And sometimes the thing they're doing is a thing that pays the bills, sometimes the thing they're doing is a thing that everyone always said they should do, um but it's not the thing they really want to do. So I help people clarify what it is that they really want. I help them uh, harness the belief that's required uh to you know to behind that that they are worthy and that it's possible and uh I help people accept uh this wonderful gift into their life to, to realize their dreams. Because sometimes we we know what we want, we may even believe that it's possible, but we're not ready to accept it. See, you need I believe we need all three uh to make things happen. So, uh 21 uh, give me a call, and we can set up an appointment to talk, talk further.
3: Okay. Now, how do you want to approach these steps? Do you actually want to talk about all of them or just give them maybe the first couple to give them a sense of what is, what is involved in the process?
2: Yeah. You know, um, I used to think that um, talking about all six steps was simple you know that you know it says if i could say each step in a sentence and then and then you've got it but it winds up being it can be can feel overwhelming even though it's six simple steps there's a lot involved in each step and so it can become kind of weighty so maybe it's best to um talk about what's most important and how we get started and so i'm going to talk about the first step and maybe the last step <laughs> and 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 uh and help me um, you know m- make sure that i don't be I don't make it too convoluted because it is very simple, but they're very, very deep at the same time, and very powerful.
3: to also think about is how yeah. you would adapt your steps for a person a person who doesn't have very good writing skills to the extent that maybe even reading back their own writing would not work that well, uh, or mm-hmm. the person who may be blind, or the person who may have a physical handicap. Because when I think of journaling, I mean, you can have, what is it, that Dragon software and talk your journal.
2: Or you nah, can have... Absolutely.
3: Okay, so, you know, when you when you do talk about it, I would like to include um, those groups in what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for that reminder, because it's not... What's not important is how you do it. You know, it, it's it's uh, what's important is getting it done, right? So, right. Um, so I love writing, but being a, a lover of writing is not what's important. Um, it's getting the facts down, and if that's through your you know sound software, if that's you know images, if it's bulleted points, the journaling. Is not about writing the novel. It's not about writing all the one, all the things that happened in your day and all of your thoughts. And journaling is at the core of the six step process, but it's a specific type of journaling. It's about getting the facts down. And however you're able to get those facts down, using a sound recorder. I mean, our phones are so wonderful today. A lot of smartphones have recording devices. Um, if it's a matter of capturing an image because you are someone who likes to sketch or you are able to use photos, whatever your ability is, you want to capture the facts of your life so that you can begin to clarify to see clearly what's happening in your day. You know many of us are just sort of on this hamster wheel, just going through the motions, going through the routines. And we don't even really know all that we've accomplished or what it is that we're having trouble with or where our successes are. Uh, So the initial step is to begin to journal, to capture a snapshot of the facts of our life. What am I doing? What did I do today? That's number one. (laughs) That's number one. And it's really... A breakthrough for many many people to have an opportunity to create a safe space for themselves and to be able to capture you know we're not even in reflection yet just to just to capture a snapshot of what is going on in my daily life that's number one <laughs> the other step I, I adore. You know, they're, all the steps are wonderful. You know, each step is like the most important step. It's like it's like your children. You know, which one is your favorite? You know, they're all my favorite. Favorite. Whichever one we're talking about is is the most critical and, and the most wonderful. But I will mention the sixth step uh, because when I work with my coaching clients, we start with the sixth step right at the beginning because. Step 6 is all about maintenance. Step 6 is about staying positive, staying up because we all know that as as hard as we work at having a wonderful life, as soon as the baby is sick, you know, we we have a bad day, we get laid off from work, uh the bills are due and we don't have enough to pay them, as soon as we have a downturn in our life, we can toss out all of that. Happy, wisdom thinking, positive thinking, you know, um, we, we can throw it all out because we're having a bad time. So how, you know, what's important here and what I've learned is that successful people, happy people have arrived where they are in life not because they never have a bad day. It's not because they never get sick. It's not because they don't have loss and sorrow. It's because they've learned how to cope how to recover how to recover quickly and how we recover quickly is by all along the way maintaining a high immune system uh, a positive life energy a positive outlook so step six which is all about uh, nurturing your mind body and soul with goodness is something that we start with early and we continue and work on Every day, all the time. Does that sound overwhelming, or does that sound very simple? <laughs> you well, can tell me. <laughs>
3: I mean, I just want to. I, I want to add that, folks. She also has it set up in such a way that she assists you in, how can I put it? I want to say refining and fashioning your journaling in a, such a way to facilitate the manifestation of this the dream. Uh, and that you also say that if you're already uh, a, the kind of person who journals and you do it in the way that she's trying to get people to do it, so it is effective uh, in creating the dream, then you can start at a later. Uh, I think you said step five. So it's it's not. Mm-hmm. It's she's got you've got it set up for the novice journal person as well as somebody who may have been doing close to what you want them to do you know for a long time
2: right so and, I- and 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 that's why it's six steps or less
3: because right. Uh, right. you
2: and I could start today and go through every single step i work with clients who are already working in like a you know step 4 and so right. you know so so it can be faster than the six steps suggest, even though the six steps don't mean uh, it's a lengthy process. It's, I just have studied so many people in this arena of self-help and self-development and um, harnessing different uh, natural laws, uh, and I wanted to distill what I've been able to uh, make happen in my own life um, into some simple steps that others could follow. And I know that you could jump in uh, anywhere along the six steps uh, to make them work for you. So that's why it's six steps or
3: less. For those of you who really want your hand held, you have your workbook. So explain the uh, what inspired The, the workbook? workbook?
2: Oh, I love the workbook. Oh, and and probably what inspired the workbook was my own work with um, The Artist's Way, um, Julia Cameron's work, where there's, you know, the book, the text for all the of the learning, and then a workbook that's provided where you can actually do the journaling. Uh, and this book has some beautiful inspirational photography, and motivational quotes to help carry you along so there's space to journal and there you know meditative uh quotes and, and thoughts that really help carry you along you may have your own journal some folks you know like i said you may use your own uh recording device uh you may have your own way of getting the capturing the, the facts of your life um and recording that you know what you're envisioning um, but if you don't have that, this journal is a big help. It's huge. It's um, eight and a half by eleven, and as I said it's beautiful photographs and um, wonderful quotes by people that you 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 may know and some that you don't that you'd, you'd love to be introduced to.
3: Well, I'm going to have to have you come back to talk to us about your um, President Barack Obama's book. Uh, I'm not even oh, trying. the
2: earlier book. <laughs>
3: even going to try to include that in tonight's program but I'm very curious you're going to have to send me a copy so I know what it's about and can talk intelligently about it but I'm happy to to have you back to to talk about that book Um, but um, it's, it's at the point in the program where I have to ask you for your final words of wisdom what final words of wisdom would you like to share with our listeners tonight
0: <laughs> oh, I
2: know, I didn't give wisdom. her any head, so she's good.
3: This is very spontaneous.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love this, and I'm so grateful to you. I mean, people are, are, oh, I've listened to your news sections. I've listened to the other people that you've had on as guests, and it's just a wonderful benefit to all the people who tune in and listen. And I, I'm so honored to be here tonight. Um, what I want to leave people knowing is that they can create the life of their dreams um, and I know that that sounds simple and easy when they may we, we we often are in the middle of crisis and confinement and restriction. I know that i don't I don't say this because I've lived a charmed life and and, and I was born into an easy lifestyle or anything like that, but we can all create the life of our dreams and it begins with two things I would want to leave everybody with tonight. One, take a moment to review your successes of your, of your day. Each day, before the day is over, just review how you actually got up this morning and you got yourself dressed or you, you fed yourself and others. The things that you did, they may be little things, little things and big things. Review them. The more you do this, The more your brain will get into the habit of looking for successes, the more your brain will expect successes to occur. There's a lot of brain training. The successes, the beauty, the positivity, the happiness is already there. You just need to to focus on it. Do that and expect more. Have an expectation. Expect wonderful things to happen tomorrow. Expect the sun to come up tomorrow. That's an easy one because you already do expect that to happen. Expect to get through troubled times. Expect to find gratitude in everything that happens in your life. Reviewing your successes and having a high expectation which is counter to the way many of us are brought up. We we're sort of brought up to uh, expect bad things, but prepare for the worst, but ex- expect the best. Is sort of like washout <laughs> of, you know, preparing for the worst canary. Prepare for the best. Prepare for wonderful things. Begin to think about ex- expecting wonderful things to happen. Those are my, my two tips for tonight to, to leave you with.
3: Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I look forward to you being on the program again, not too far from now. And I'm going to put you on hold. And if you want to stay on the line and listen to the rest of the program, you're welcome to do so. Thank you Uh, so much. My love to you and yours.
2: My my pleasure.
3: Now we are going to go to our herb of the day. And uh, today's herb is black
1: walnut
3: As you know, my resource is the prescription for nutritional healing uh, by Balk and Balk. And the parts of the um, plant that are used medicinally are the husks, inner bark, leaves, and nuts. Uh, now, some of the phyto- phy- some of the phytochemicals are beta carotene, uh, tannin. And some of the nutrients are calcium, iron, magnesium, manganese, phosphorus, potassium, selenium, silicon, zinc, vitamins B1, B2, B3, and C. Now, according to Balkenbach, and Bach, it aids digestion and acts as a laxative, helps heal mouth and throat sores, cleanses the body of some types of parasites, good for bruising, fungal infection, herpes, poison ivy, and warts may help lower blood pressure and cholesterol levels. Uh, they comment that when boiled, the hulls produce a dye that is used to color wool. Okay, now it's time for our yoga asana. Okay, today's asana is Urdhva Dandasana. And as you know, Iyengar is my source, my resource for this. Now, Again, very important is breathing in the posture. During the prop posture, you breathe through the posture. You are in Sirsasana, lift the shoulders. With an exhalation, draw the thighs together and take the legs down until they are parallel to the ground. Keep them straight. Stretch the trunk up as the legs descend and stay for from 15 to 20 seconds, breathing evenly. Inhale and return to Sirsasana with straight legs. Continue the cycle or exhale and come down. Now this is very good. Um, Well, he he considers this a three-level pose. So it's not the easiest. Of course, you're coming out of what we would call a headstand. But um, it's a very, how can I put it? A very relaxing pose when you master it. Very relaxing pose. Okay, folks. I've been listening to wellness and certified natural health care practitioner, Parthenia Izzard, at Blog Talk Radio on the Internet. My live guest Tuesday, January 26, 2016, will be Elizabeth Barker, author of Changed by Chance. There was something I wanted to mention with... Um, Krista Nelson, that I didn't get to mention, but I met her through a fundraiser related to a rowing program for city youth. And I was hoping to get a little information, have her share a little information about that rowing program. It's a Philadelphia youth rowing program. But anyway, at the end of that live program with Elizabeth Barker, author of Changed by Chance, we will discuss the herb Blessed Thistle and the Asana Udha Padmasana in Sirsasana, another part of the Sirsasana cycle. I turned the audios off because I know sometimes the audios phase out me talking, and I'm not sure with this new setup whether or not that's going to happen, so I just turned it off altogether. So check the website www.amtherapies.com or www.wellnesswholenessandwisdom.com. That's specifically for the radio program. To see who my live and rebroadcast guests will be January 27, 28, and 29. I'm sorry, that's 27 and 28. My live guest is January 26th. Use the link on my site to listen to the program live on your computer, cell phone, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time or to the archive anytime at your convenience. Remember, the show is archived immediately, so you will be able to go online and listen to tonight's program within minutes. There is a link for advertising on the program on my site. Email inquiries, resumes, and or recordings to consult That's C-O-N-S-U-L-T, at amtherapies.com. Alternative Medicine Therapies offers the public remote urology, kinesiology assessments, consultations in nutrition, meditation, acupressure, psychosocial consultations, stress management. You can schedule your appointments with me online and access my online secure video conference office. Go to www.amtherapies.com for my blog, to purchase my co-authored, autographed copy of the book, 101 Great Ways to Improve Your Health. Subscribe to my newsletter, hear past programs, see the show guest list. Oh, don't forget to visit Nemecolon Woodland Resort. uh, resort. It's a truly beautiful, all-year-round place to be. Uh, And tell them Parthenia sent you. Wellness, wholeness, and wisdom be well.